You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, let her rip, baby. That's not a bad one for a Saturday. Good day. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and we got a jam-packed show for you today. Uh, Jonathan Schlu is in from Car Generator. Good morning. Hello. Oh, very sexy. Sounds like Kelsey Grandma. <laughs> and uh, Alan Gellman's in. We've got Dave in from the uh, house studio, and he'll tee up the hour shortly. Just a reminder that you can give us a call throughout the hour at one 740 uh, we'll take your calls throughout the hour about car generator, but anything that's on your mind as you get your car ready for, uh, the winter that appears to be here and some interesting guests throughout the hour, especially if you're a snowbird and considering going south, we'll have, uh, Elliot Silverstein on from, uh, CAA. Are now, you crazy? What's that? Are you crazy? Why is that? Where, where are you you're going? You're going to go south? Like south of the border? Did talking? I say that? No, I said snowbirds. I'm well, much too young to be a bird. <laughs> anyway, Dave's on the phone. How are you, David? Actually, pretty good. Can't complain. You know, any morning you wake, wake up, up is a good day. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting. I'm on a website. Uh, it's showing power failures across Ontario. And at this moment in time, Gravenhurst, Bowmanville, parts of Ajax, Coburg, Belleville, all these places are suffering power failures. And I'm always thinking, you know, like Jonathan's talking about the car generator, and I'm never going to use it. And here you go. Uh, at this moment in time, how many, like 15 different places are out of power? Interesting stuff. Yep. But are all those little tiny, you know, uh, little villages, or are we talking bigger sections of town? I think, you know what, I think what they're doing is doing repairs and stuff like that. Maybe they're shutting the power down. But the bottom line is the power's off. Yeah, I mean, Coburg's yeah. a decent-sized town. I know up in Ennisville, Dave, a couple weeks ago, my son who lives up in that area, uh, he was up for like two to four hours, and he's got a baby. So you got, you know, how you warm up a water bottle and things yeah. like that. So Jonathan's getting into that later on in the hour. So that's uh, kind of cool. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Dan McKee's going to talk about uh, the carbon footprint of Canada and how it's going to affect us in the next couple of years, which means gas prices are going to go up, fuel prices are going to go up. Uh, those that are using natural gas, the prices are going to go up. We're going to start paying for that. Plus, we're going to start paying uh, higher HST when uh, we start paying back all the money from COVID. And uh, Jonathan has a little secret before we go on a break about uh, throughout the entire hour. Give it a go, Bubba. Well, we just launched a very cool new website on a little platform called Shopify. And if you go to www.cargenerator.com, you will see a very cool new spot. If you scroll to the bottom and enter your email. Hang on, I'm just going to scroll down right now. You scroll to the bottom and enter your email. You get a chance to win today a $50 Swiss Chalet gift card. So enter your name and one name will be drawn at the end of today and we'll contact you, not at the end of the show, but at the end of today at midnight and we will contact the winner. So go down to the bottom on our website and uh, we will look forward to you. Fried chicken. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah. listen, if you've got any kind of concerns or questions about, you know, a car generator, a generator as opposed to the big hunker that goes next to your car, and what the power can do, how much it can generate, why you should get it, this is the time to call in right now and uh, talk to Jonathan and Alan and Dave Redinger. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with your calls and more stuff right after this. Stay with us. Well, good Saturday to you. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We are live for the entire hour, and we will take your call whenever you get a chance. Give us a call, one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. We'll turn it over to camera 14 and the lovely Al Gelman with his mask on. I love the the, the, <laughs> the tag at the end there where it says, you're just about to lose it. I can't hear you with your mask on. Just about to lose it. When people lose their power, what are the top five things that people really going to miss first, especially in wintertime? That's a really great point. It actually reminds me of uh, when I was a lot younger and more foolish. My brother and I actually bought um, uh, winter sleeping bags. We thought it would be cool to go outside. And so we got them around Christmas, and we were so excited. We got in the car, and we drove out to somewhere in Bolton, and we had dug a hole out in a snowbank, and we actually slept overnight in the snow. So... We so were, how much fun was it? <laughs> we were crazy back then, but it was kind of interesting because it really shows you what you miss. And, and, and what a, a whole bunch of alcohol will do to your brain. Not me, Sonny. We had fun. You had to bring the antifreeze with you? Oh, my so God. So what, what are the things that, you, that people would miss? But think, it just really brings, it shows you what you miss. So I Googled for it yesterday to find out what are the top things that people miss during a winter power outage. Okay, and they are Jimmy Fallon. Go ahead. Number five are cell phones, laptops, tablets like iPads, and charging of all these things. Imagine that's number five. The reason it's number five is because they have batteries and they'll run for a little while, but after a couple hours when you got nothing else to do, all of a sudden you'll see that flashing empty light and it's no fun. I'm so, amazed actually at how many customers will come in and say, do you have a charger here? Because I've only got 10% left on my phone. It's so, really true. So yeah, people do let them go down. It's really true. It's And the honest truth is it's very hard for us to live without electricity. Now we've become so dependent on it. In the old days, electricity went off. They would just light a candle and continue on. But now we're really not those people anymore. Number four. Number four is TV and Internet routers. So the Internet goes down. All of a sudden, you got no. You got to use cellular data. You can't do a lot of things. You can't watch movies. changes your life. Well, especially, you know, you see a whole family sitting around or or you see a picture of a party and everybody's just got their face buried in their phone. Exactly. So it's not like, you know, they have board games that they're, they're going to want to play or people are going to actually interact. Because number three. Number three is lights. And the amazing thing in the wintertime, because it's so dark to begin with, we have so little daylight, it's actually very um, demoralizing when all of a sudden, if you went down in your basement right now and you pulled the main power switch, everything goes dark. And at night, it's really, really dark. So the thing people miss is lights. So number two are fridges, freezers, and sump pumps. So a lot of people, the power goes out. Even in the last week or two, we got a ton of rain, and people um, called in, and they were looking for a car generator to run their sump pump because all of a sudden the water in the basement is rising, and it's like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So, what's, the, what's the percentage of homes that have sump pumps? Because I, I've never been in one, to be honest with it's you. It's surprisingly high. Uh -huh. and, and Well, new subdivisions is mandatory. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and if you're in any kind of place that you have a sump pump, you know how important it is because if it stops, if the power goes out all of a sudden... And ready for number one? No, no, just, I just get oh. to that point with, with sump pumps. 
Do you know that uh, Thursday is the now the the highest day for grocery shopping? Oh. So you get your fridge full. You have you got friends in your bubble coming yep. down. And your fridge goes out. You're done. Right. So That's this great. is great. Yeah, fridges, freezers. You know, all you need is one power outage. It's a day or eight or ten or done. twelve, twenty four hours, and all that stuff in your fridge goes in the garbage. And reaching Especially to number now. one. Oh, well, one second, one second. Okay, yeah. okay, Al. You know, because we're we're supposed to hunker down and not go out, people have been stockpiling stuff in their yep. freezers, eh? Yeah. Because of COVID. Yeah. Um, so all those frozen pizzas and wings, boy, they're going to go bad in, in no time at all. Fish. Yeah. yeah, You. it's more important now than ever with COVID that you need a backup power plan because guess what? This winter, the next big power outage storm we have and big power outage, you're going to pack up the car and go to your... Friends, you know, a couple blocks away, or you're not allowed relatives, to do that. You're, you're not, not allowed, allowed to, to do that. that. You can freeze together, yes. Yeah, no. So that it's more important than ever to have a backup power plan and one that's easy that you can do. So, um, and the number one thing that people miss is gas furnaces or your oil boiler, your furnace to keep your whole house warm. That's the number one thing in winter time. You know. If you you can live without cell phones, you can live with all these different things. You can cook on the barbecue, but if you if your gas furnace stops and your oil furnace or whatever, and you have no heat in your house, um, and I'm talking about your whole house. Some people think oh, I've got a fireplace. Well, that's really nice. You, you're going to go through wood like crazy, and you're going to heat one or two rooms in your house. But that's the number one thing: is your furnace or your boiler, hot water rads, especially if you have hot water rads. Your house freezes, your pipes break, and that's going to be an issue. And that's kind of an interesting segue because after the break, we're going to talk to uh, not us, but to a customer that went through the experience of when their power went out and their furnace went, but they had a car generator. So we're going to be that. And your calls, 1-866-740-4740, along with Alan Gelman. This is Jonathan Schlue. And uh, go to our website, www.cargenerator.com. That, that little plastic thing you got will keep all these things running, you it, say? It sure will. It'll keep your house running and nice and warm. Check it out, www.cargenerator.com. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. This is uh, Dave's Corner Garage, and it's a car generator day. And uh, any questions you have for Jonathan, uh, please give us a call. And we'll be talking to uh, Elliot Silverstein of CAA later on and Dan McTigg about ethanol for your, uh, for your gasoline for the wintertime. That's provided your phone's working. And, That's true. And, and, you know, you're all juiced up and ready to go. So we have a gentleman here who is uh, a customer. Juiced up and ready to go. Yes. Um, <laughs> the last time I was on, actually. That's terrible. Uh, we have a customer that uh, has gone and used car generator. We thought we'd shut up and let him tell a story. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Always good on Saturday. Always? That's what good. You oh, great. I'll leave you and Jonathan to talk about your story. Sure. Hey, hey, Bill. Um, it was really, uh, it was really nice to get a very nice, um, email thank you letter from you. And I just, uh, I, I'm, I appreciate letting you come on, having you come on the air and maybe just tell the story. I think it was, the last time I was in studio, which was actually last Thanksgiving, or just this Thanksgiving this year, about a month or a bit ago, you ordered a car generator. Maybe if you can tell some of the things of what happened and your story, we'd love to hear it. Well, I'm very happy to do so. Uh, first, I, uh, after giving uh, a lot of credit to you for inventing such a, a tremendous product, I have to give a lot of credit to my, my lovely wife, Sigrid. Uh, she's a big fan of uh, Dave's Garage, uh, has a date with Dave, 
every Saturday morning, and she was the one who heard about the car generator. Cool. And uh, earlier in the show, we heard about all the uh, towns around Ontario that are having an outage right now. Well, uh, we're in Don Mills, the geographic center of Toronto, and we get a couple of extended outages every year. So we've been thinking about uh, getting a generator. I wasn't crazy about the idea of gasoline cans and all the noise. And uh, uh, Sigrid pointed out that uh, this uh, product has all the advantages. So uh, uh, I eventually came around and we, we bought it in October. And I guess the first Saturday after it was delivered, I sat down to figure out how I was going to use this. And um, that list you gave uh, just before the break that had the five most important things, that was pretty well my list, with the exception of a furnace. We're fortunate we have a gas fireplace. And it keeps the main floor of our bungalow very toasty and warm. So I could eliminate that from uh, connection. And uh, uh, we went and uh, pulled the car out, connected it up. Uh, I think in the uh, instructions, you recommend doing a dry run before there's an outage. And yep, that made a lot sure. of sense. And uh, I brought the line in the uh, front door. I slipped one off to the uh, refrigerator, so we had all the necessities like cold beer and ice cubes. Yay. And and then uh, uh, brought the other line into the living room and attached it to a power bar. So we, we would have television and uh, cable, internet, Wi-Fi, and a charging table, in addition to lighting in both the kitchen and the um, and the living room. So you tested it all out, and then you yeah. put it all away, and uh, as luck would have it, what happened then? Well, I was watching, uh, I think, college football about an hour after I'd done the test, and the lights went out. And, you know, at a time like that, you sort of hold your breath, and maybe they're just switching over to another circuit. And Hope they come on. on, yeah. But uh, I contacted uh, Toronto Hydro, and their estimate was it was uh, going to be a six-hour outage. And how long was it actually out that day, Bill? It was out about five hours in, in the end. I mean, it went right through the supper hour into the evening. So uh, I went, I'd had, I put all the stuff into a vinyl tub. So it was all together with great. the instructions and whatnot. It only took me 10 minutes because they'd done a run through to connect everything. And it worked perfectly. I think we didn't even use half of the kilowatts available to us. That's so great. So we got about a minute a minute left, uh, Bill. So once you got it hooked up, how long did it take to get everything up and running again? Oh, it, it was really quick. It was really quick because I, you know, I had everything on the power bar, and uh, I had um, uh, in the kitchen. I had uh, uh, the the uh, connection for the lights and the refrigerator right handy. Uh, so uh, you know, that's my game plan. In fact, since that time, we had another outage. And I had to roll everything out. And I'm getting really good at doing it. It's less than 10 <laughs> minutes to set it up now. That's so easy. And it's so simple. And it's just 11 pounds. And uh, thank you so much for your, for your story. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for uh, relaying that. It's very helpful for other people. And we appreciate your, your business. Thank say, you so much. Say hi to Ingrid Thanks for us, too, okay? Thank we you. Well, for sure. All right. Thanks. I was picturing Steve trying to, you know, hook one up. But so far in that whole segment, Steve still hadn't got the hood or the car open. <laughs> where, is this your attempted humor? You? Oh, I can't say that on the air, can where, I? Where's Where's the lever? I I can't get this stupid thing open. Speaking of uh, excess gas, we uh, go. we're going to talk to uh, Dan McTagg about uh, the input of ethanol in a minute. And don't forget, if you want to uh, get a car generator today, there's a special on. You can go to one eight hundred. 
750-4660. Did I talk about the special for a second? Uh, when we come back. Okay, okay. It's a really a cool thing. Get this on is the Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman. I'm from Glen Allen Motors. And beside me, of course, is Jonathan Schlue from Car Generator. And Stevie Wonder over there, our, uh, the studio audience, who's doing a great job as usual. Thanks, Ted. <laughs> and on the phone, we've got Dan McTague. If that name sounds familiar before, he used to be our gas buddy, and he would tell <laughs> us where the cheapest place in gas, the cheapest place in town to buy gas was. Uh, I think I got gas from the Timmy's this morning. Eat actually. it. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> Dan McTague, how are you today? I'm fine. I'm fine. And uh, thanks for having me on this morning. And uh, yeah, I'll still do the prediction when the prices actually start to go up again. But they've been pretty sleepy these past seven or eight months. Well, especially, you know, when the first thing when you hear the business report is oil's trading at 45 bucks a gallon. Um, <laughs> it's so low. So I don't know why gas goes up. It's It's it doesn't make much sense to me. <laughs> Well, it's the only thing that's pushing it up is uh, the exchange rate because we price all of our commodities uh, like in the U.S. dollar. And so weaker Canadian dollar means uh, slightly higher prices. Uh, and, of course, governments that uh, uh, often like to add taxes to gasoline. Think here of the carbon tax uh, or, you know, the compounding effect. You know, that 13% HST, a lot of people don't think a lot about it. But, you know, when prices go up uh, four or five cents a liter, you add another penny just because of the HST alone. They round it off. So it's always... Uh, uh, an interesting thing. We're not back to where we were as far as normal with this pandemic, but hey, wait till uh, wait till the inoculation starts to take place and uh, the cure to the vaccine. Uh, you'll be back up above a dollar twenty-five a liter. Oh wow! Dan, good morning. Hey, uh, there he is. Hey, Dave. <laughs> the headline says Ontario plans to raise the ethanol content of the gasoline by what fifty percent? Yeah, so it's uh, going to go from uh, maximum ten. Uh, uh, percent to 15 percent now you know uh many cars can accept 15 percent uh my car can't uh we've talked about this before alan myself yeah. yourself about my crappy old 2014 dodge journey maybe i need to get a new one someday i'll have to finance that but in the meantime uh, i'm worried because uh, once we go to 11 percent, it won't be overnight it'll be uh an extra percent so 11 percent by 2024 and then pretty much every year after uh look for another seven or eight cents a liter that's what it's going to cost but uh Unfortunately, it's not going to do much else. You mean we're going to have to pay for that increase in the ethanol? Oh, big time. Um, and it, it really depends. The ethanol blending, the ethanol storage, you guys know more about this than I do in terms of what ethanol does and uh, what it does to plastics, what it does to uh, gas lines, fuel lines that are not properly coated. So, yes, it's going to cost an extra five. I estimate between five and eight cents a liter. Uh, that's because, of course, the HST. And for every percent increase you're looking about a penny increase uh, at the pumps so uh and that doesn't just stop with gasoline obviously it's stuff that passes right through the economy as a whole and what's you the know, main reason they're doing it well that's a good question I, i'd like to have a discussion uh, with premier ford and his finance minister and certainly his environment minister uh because it's not going to mean a weight of difference they think it's going to drop the amount of emissions but you know the way corn is produced uh the way it's uh, processed the milling, and of course, uh, the whole process of transportation, electrification, all these things, especially if it's coming from the United States, is driven by coal and by natural gas, and those have emissions. So the other problem, of course, is that the government's really trying to say, hey, we can take 300,000, the equivalent of 300,000 cars off the road, except, you know, when you look at ethanol, uh, say a, a liter of ethanol and a liter of gasoline, the energy that comes out of that liter of, uh, of ethanol is about a third less than gasoline. So it means that people will be spending more uh, to get the same distance or have to uh, fill up a little bit more often to get the same distance because the more the higher you go in the ethanol, maybe great stuff, 
But there is such this thing from the automotive industry as the blending wall. They can only go so far uh, before you start to see real inefficiency. So people are going to have to use their car more to do the same or at least spend a little bit more of the gas pumps to get what they used to take uh, for granted. And I don't think it's news for us, eh? Because uh, I think a lot of people out there know that when they have uh, more ethanol in their vehicle, uh, it may make it may make it may sound good, but at the end of the day, your your mileage is uh, is tanking. Dave. Yeah, I was just going to say that people don't realize that your your power mower, your weed whacker, all that stuff's not designed to use ethanol because it eats the rubber inside the fuel system. So oh, there you go. Right, the cars. The only gasoline that you can actually get without ethanol is Shell. Um, their their high test Shell, which is ninety one yep. octane mm-hmm. and zero ethanol. Everything else that we're buying has ethanol in it. Exactly. I, you know, it does concern me. I understand the idea that, hey, somehow we're going to produce more corn and grief for the farmers. But actually, it's not, because you're getting farmers to move, displace the corn they're making. Uh, and uh, you're, you're probably going to get a lot more American producers coming in to beat Canadian corn producers. So we're going to be importing a lot of this stuff. Um, the cheapest price will be coming from the United States, not from Ontario. So it won't be a big win for farmers. Dave, what it does do, Alan, what it does do is it drives up food prices. There's no, and that's not my team making that statement. That's very clear uh, in all the analysis that's been done. This will uh, force uh, corn to be diverted away from animals and from uh, from plants. And Dan, so, is there, uh, is there a website? Down. Sorry for jumping in. We've got to get a few yeah. callers right now. But is there a website people can go to right now and take a look at this? Well, have a look at myaffordableenergy.ca. We talk a little bit about ethanol, but we talk about a lot of other things, including uh, Ottawa's move to uh, clean fuel standards. And so all of this is part and parcel of reducing emissions. But, uh, boy, is it ever going to cost everybody a lot of money. Great. Thanks, buddy. Have a good weekend, and we'll uh, we'll get you on the new year. All the best in the season. Looking forward to that. Happy New Year, everybody. Okay. All right. We've got a call about uh, car generator. Al, take it away. Yeah, we got Dave on the line. He wants to ask Jonathan a question. Go ahead, Dave. Sure. Oh, hi. Uh, um I was just uh, looking online, actually, it's uh, one of these uh, box stores across the border. Um, they refer to, the, there's a modifying sine wave and a sine wave type of converter. Yes. That's... Can you explain that, or... Yes, or I can. Have, or? Yeah, sure can, and that's a very important point. So, some people say, oh, this is just a cheap inverter, and that's actually the worst thing you ever want to use. So there's two kinds of inverters. So basically taking the 12 volt power of your car and converting it to 120 you can use in your house is that is it's an inverter that does that. Modified sine wave inverters are very poor power. They're square, they're jagged. It's it's very hard. A lot of furnaces won't start with them. Motors won't run. Fluorescent lights will have issues. They'll flicker. Um, and our unit is a pure sine wave inverter, and the measure of it is less than 3%, 3% THD, which is a total harmonic distortion, which means that it's a very, very clean power output. So all of the units in car generator from day one are all pure sine wave inverters. The modified ones are really, they're super cheap, but they'll wreck your electronics, your furnace control boards. So definitely, that's a very good point. Thanks for raising that. All right, you good with that, Dave? All right. uh, Yeah. yeah, I Um, I have an email came in, and the question was, you have a Bluetooth connection with this unit. What does it do? Uh, the Bluetooth option is is a little bit less popular now. It's just for the real super hardcore techies in the crowd. So part of our special that we offer that you'll hear about today, we offer um, a special $180 bonus special, and that includes an AC power meter. So the Bluetooth version basically just gives you some of that information on your smartphone instead. So you can buy that as an option or you can just get it 
for free bundled in with your the core card generator that you buy. So what kind of special have you got on for, for today? We've got a really cool special. It's great. So um, two things. Card generator, uh, by the way, is just 11 pounds. It's very simple and very small. Um, Al can't even lift it with her in his back. Well, this is well, that's a good thing. This is one of the things that, you know, a big generator is very intimidating for people. And this is just 11 pounds and it's a different way of thinking about, about power. So, um, basically the special is car generator, uh, and you get a hundred, you order the all weather car generator, 1000 watt model right now today, and you will get a $180 bonus kit, which is a furnace plug kit. Mm. So you don't have a plug on your furnace ready an AC power watt meter. Um, um, a three year extended, no hassle warranty and free shipping. And on top of that, if you order your car generator today before midnight, you can either do it on our website, www.cargenerator.com or by calling us 800-750-4660. You will get a $50 Swiss Chalet gift certificate. They were really popular last time. Everyone loves Swiss Look at how he's drooling. You he's can s- put that sauce on no, it. Oh, that sauce. Oh, my, want, my old shoe would taste good with that chalet. So, so it's our festive special. It's uh, our it's our festive special. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays from Car Generator. Happy Festivus. <laughs> right? A festival for the rest of us. Um, you could put that sauce on a Toblerone. Remember that? <laughs> Ooh, you'd have to have a couple bottles of wine mm, in you. It would be great. Chocolate. <laughs> so go on www.cargenerator.com and place your order on there, or you can call us. Um, and if you order your to- if you order today before midnight, not tomorrow, but today, you will get uh, a $50 Swiss LA gift certificate. And by the way, I'm going to mention we have a 30 day money back guarantee. And on top of that, we've extended it now to 180 days. So you've got six months to make sure you really love your car generator. We get hardly any returns. We love it. So check it out. All Cargenerator.com. right. And, and of course, if you have any questions, you can Google it too, eh? You can. Absolutely. I'm sure you got all kinds of videos to show Such happy a people. Call Such us. A Canadian. All right. After the break, we've got Elliot <laughs> Silverstein of oh. the CAA. And we're going to talk about whether traveling U.S. is a good idea right now. I think it's a no-brainer. Like, why would you want to? But some people want to keep their buns toasty. 28 degrees Celsius. We got to go. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We got Jonathan Schluin for the entire hour. And, uh, of course, the big thing now is do you go south, do you take a chance, or do you not? Well, we're going to find out. We have on the line right now from CAA, Elliot Silverstein. Good morning, Elliot. How are you? Good morning. Dave, it's up to you. This is your gig, baby. Yeah, I love Florida. By the way, there's 378 power outages in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's just on the map. Elliot, you go down there and you're going to get sick and you can't see. You know, it, it, it's a challenging year. There's a lot of people that are still interested in heading south, and you know certainly there's a lot of mixed messaging that's coming out there right now about whether people should travel, is it safe to travel, um, some people that are willing to go against government advisories. It's a very odd year when a lot of people that typically would be down in Florida right now just aren't there. Are you actually going to get covered by the insurance company if you get sick down there? So it really depends. I mean, it depends who your travel medical insurer is. That's first off. I mean, it's also understanding what the coverage levels are because there is no consistent industry standard right now. So, for example, CAA has been clear that we've been following the advisories of Global Affairs Canada, which has the advisory at level three, which is strongly advising against essential travel. 
anything but essential travel, I should say. And some other companies are offering various degrees of coverage. But having said that, you can't guarantee that that level of coverage will, A, be sufficient for any ailment you have, and B, there's absolutely no guarantee you're going to get repatriated back to Canada. Well, I heard a lot of it has to do with not so much the treatment you're going to get there, but for the most part, they're just going to transport you back home. Do you you know which way they're going to go with this? It really depends. I mean, you know, depending on the particular company and also depending on the situation that we're in at the current time, if you're getting sufficient coverage in a particular state in the U.S., you know, you may be told that that's the best they can do because, again, there's 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 a lot of assumptions out there that you're going to be able to get air ambulance back. But there may be situations where uh, companies may not want to fly somebody that has an active COVID case back to Canada. So I think people have this 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 belief that, you know, they'll be fine because a lot of times you are going to be fine if you have travel medical insurance. But in this particular case, if you're in Florida and you can get a hospital room there, there really is, uh, and, and at the same time that the hospitals in, in Ontario are full, there's no, nest, no, no, no guarantee that you're going to have a situation where you're going to get back to Canada in, in, in any rapid time. Elliot, what's, from CAA's perspective, is there a policy that you guys issue uh, if you are going to go down to the States, uh, whether it be in Florida, Arizona, or Georgia? So right now, we do not cover any COVID coverage. So that basically, if you run into a situation where you have your existing travel medical insurance, you break your arm, you break your leg, you're still covered in those types of areas where the challenge becomes, and a lot of insurance companies are following the same route, is that we're we're not covering COVID because of the Global Affairs Advisory uh, at the current level. So there are four different levels that the federal government can look at. Um, levels one and two, we would cover COVID, as would a lot of companies. Um, but right now, level three and four, level three and four, we're not covering COVID because of the the risk and the specific statement by the government not to travel. And, and given the fact they closed the uh, the land borders as well. Yep. So, I mean, again, you know, there are a lot of companies that are looking to provide that type of uh, insurance to customers. But really, it, it, it's, a, it's a question mark whether that's going to be enough um, if you run into a situation. Well, especially, too, if, 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 you know, most snowbirds, you know, are people in their 60s, 70s and up. Um, if you show up at the hospital, they're, they're going to sit and they have to triage. Sorry, you're too old. You're going to die anyway. You know what they ask right away? Can I be Visa card, MasterCard? They don't even let you in unless you've got that. Uh, Elliot, there was, we had a story that, uh, through friends of a friend's of a friend who, uh, took the chance, went down to, uh, Florida about two weeks ago and got COVID like three days down there. So they went to the hospital to get, uh, a test, $500. And then they had to come back in another week and it tested negative. But had they tested positive, they were told they could not get into the hospital down there. So it's, you really got, I mean, it's tough now because when the weather was decent, you know, November was a beautiful month. Uh, it was like, okay, you know, we can get through it, especially if you go down there every year. But now that this white stuff's on the ground, it's like, do we do it? What's, what's your gut telling you with the uh, people calling into CAA? Are they starting to get a little more, you know, adventurous and saying, you know, maybe I'll take a chance? You know, it's like it's like any type of uh, of situation. We talk about it even from from a road safety perspective, like seatbelts. There are people that that just are are going to go the opposite of the of the majority. And we understand that for a lot of people, you know, the the they need to be down south, or they or they're used to being down south. And this is a very tough time. Like, you know, again, this is this is not um, something that we we didn't uh, um, you know prepare for. Obviously, we're all we're all kind of reacting in real time here. At the at the end of the day, what we're what we're seeing is a lot of people. The majority of people are saying, you know, they're going to stay put because the risk is, is greater than the reward. Uh, people that are taking the chances out there, again, you know, that, that is exactly that. You're taking the risk because if you're going to get a policy that uh, says it's going to cover COVID, you know, understand what the coverages are, understand what the exclusions are, because just saying you've got a policy 
doesn't necessarily mean you're guaranteed to have the coverage when you need it. So you need to really read the fine print, ask the questions, um, because there's a reason why a lot of insurance companies have chosen not to cover COVID and go against the federal government. So this is a very mm-hmm. odd year. Um, but I think, you know, people have that, that itch to travel. But we, we, you know, we may see some progress in the new year with, with vaccines and so forth. And maybe there will be some uptake. But I think, you know, realistically, we're going to see more domestic uh, travel in the yeah. short term than we're going to see international. A lot of skiing going on. Elliot, what's the website people want to find out more information about CAA? So the best place to go is CAASCO.com. Great. Listen, have a safe weekend. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Okay, but Jonathan, you want to talk about that special one more time? We're going to go to a break and then get into it a little bit more. Yep. I'm just going to mention that Car Generator is uh, our special today and this weekend is um, Car Generator, which is, it's just, by the way, it's just 11 pounds. A lot of people don't realize this. And a couple of interesting things, it's actually made in Canada. We we make the unit right here in Canada. It's a Canadian success story. Uh, Dragon's yeah. Den, we got a $100,000 deal with two investors. And we've been in market for five years, coast to coast in the U.S. and Canada. And it's kind of, it's a cool product. Yep. It's, it's a Canadian product. You got well. like a beaver on a symbol on there or something <laughs> or a maple leaf? We should probably, you know, but it's, it's, we're, it's amazing. We're well funded. We've actually 10 X'd over the last two years. So we've grown by 10 times over the last and two years. And we've known you since day one. I it's was so imagining cool. a beaver, you know, with his hair sticking <laughs> out, you know, like he's being electrified. I think we should do that. A <laughs> cool, good, eh? a, a cool thing. But yeah. yeah, our special today. He's very artistic, by the way. He can do something for you. <laughs> You're right. Especially. We got about uh, 10 seconds for this one. Yeah, so a special is uh, um, order on our website, www.cardgenerator.com. You get a $180 bonus kit, which is a furnace plug kit, a power meter, three-year extended warranty, and free shipping. And you can call us instead if you prefer, 800-750-4660. And you get a Swiss Chalet $50 gift certificate today only. Okay, great. We're going to get back to more calls in a minute. And uh, we got a few more minutes here with Jonathan Schlue and Alan Gelman. You really want that Swiss Chalet sauce on the Toblerone, don't you? No, I'm thinking about that furry beaver. Like with the hair sticking out, the electrified (laughs) one, eh? That one? Yeah, cool. All right, that and more. We're going to see if Dave can stump me right after this break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And don't forget, you can hear all our podcasts at davescornergarage.com. It's on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitchers, and at a store near you. So, Al, you got a question uh, related for Car Generator. Well, you know, people, you're hooking up to the car. And, and of course, I joked about getting the hood open. Um, although, yes. Jonathan, you have an attachment where you don't even have to open up the hood, correct? We have an attachment, it's called a quick connect kit, and that basically gives you a, a lead, a cable that can be installed in the engine compartment. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, you don't have to use booster clamps, um, but you can basically plug a plug in there. Some people get that. But one of the interesting things that people often ask is, you know, will this harm, will this hurt your car? That's one of the biggest questions. Can I, is it safe to leave my car running? And there's two interesting things about that. Number one, Ford has come out and their new 2021s, you can buy the generator built in and it's a thousand or two thousand mm-hmm. dollar option or whatever, but it runs for 85 hours. So Ford has clearly 
shown that you can idle your car for 85 hours, no problem. And number two, we actually sell this at dealers. So if you know a little uh, car dealership, City Buick on Victoria Park Avenue, they carry this. Uh, You can walk in there and look at one and buy one. Just ask for the general manager, Dean, and you can buy car generator there. So they're selling them right from car dealerships, and there will be more coming as well. Ford, Jeep, Chrysler, a number of different other places that will be Honda that will be carrying this. So um, there's no harm to the car at all. Well, question. My son-in-law always leaves his car on empty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He he always wants to see, how far can I actually go? But in fact, so let's say you have a half a tank of fuel in your tank. Yeah. How long will a car run with the car generator on it? So I did a really interesting experiment. You can buy it. What you know? What this is an OBD scanner yep. that mechanics have. They can plug in. So I got one that goes on my phone with Bluetooth. I can mm-hmm. see. And one of the most interesting things is it shows me the fuel rate. So on my car, I started my car and I hooked up car generator and I was watching it and I could see that with car generator running at fifteen hundred, a thousand to fifteen hundred watts, it was using less than one liter per hour. Oh wow, it's like nothing. It's really there's this in per, there's this perception that people think idling your car will eat a lot of gas. It is very efficient. In fact, it's on par with a portable gas generator. So the truth is, you'll get fifty to seventy hours of idle time out of your car. Well, and don't if forget, hybrid, I mean, your you know your engine's job is to push your car. It's not pushing your car. No, so it, it's really not doing anything. And an alternator at full tilt is actually about four horsepower. Four. It uses about four or five horsepower. That's the amount of load or energy. Which is not even 2% of what your engine can normally nothing. put out. So It's really nothing. You know, I can almost see some, some guys who are adventurous, like if, if it gets really, really cold soon, uh, there'll be guys going and doing some ice fishing. Yep. You know, if the ice is thick enough and you've, you know, depending how far from shore you are, you could have your car going, you know, plug it in and then run it into that tent that just keeps you warm inside. I have no idea what goes on in those fish huts, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's the, where's the muskie? You know, nope. another question, though, we, you know, it's maybe a concern for people. You're going to leave your car running in your driveway. Uh, you know, we talked about this week how the number, the, the 20 most famous cars that get stolen. Yes. Um, how do I prevent someone from jumping in my car that's running in the driveway? It's the easiest solution in the world, and it costs about 20 bucks from a Canadian Tire or Walmart. You, you let all the air out of the tires. I never thought about that one. There, that would be a good one. It's a steering wheel and uh, brake foot pedal lock. It's okay. about 20 bucks from Walmart or Canadian Tire, and it will protect you for two reasons. It'll protect you if you're running car generator, if you're worried about that. But secondly, there's so many car thefts that are occurring right now. They show it on videos where thieves can come in in less than a minute. They can steal your car from your driveway with with uh, an equipment that picks up the fob in your... so. There's so many ways to worry about having your car stolen. Car generator is the bottom of that list. And for 20 bucks, you can buy a steering wheel lock from um, from uh, Canadian Tire or Walmart or wherever you, home hardware, wherever you shop. And and that's it. You've got no worries about that at all. And so. for free, like a lot of people, they got two cars. So there you go. You park one in front of the other. We actually we actually offer if you have two cars and you want double the power, you can get your second car generator at another hundred dollars off. So if you do have one and you decide you want another one, like some of our customers mm-hmm. have had this for five years and it's still working. It's still the original unit that they purchased, and it's like the VCR in the corner that's still flashing. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just an electronic product. There's no carburetors, no bowls, no worries, no gas cans. You don't. To store five massive dangerous gas cans. It's so simple and it's eleven pounds. So. That's so basic. You know what I like about it is it's light, yep. and you don't have to store the gas 
anywhere. So that's nope. a safety feature, especially if you have uh, you have little kids running around the house. You know, exactly. You know, it's a it's an easier way to do it. It's safer, and as you heard from uh, from Bill Hosey, that um, you know it it worked for him. Uh, and it's always it's it's human nature. I don't need it until it happens. Exactly. So it's Canadian made, and the special is on throughout today at CarGenerator.com. The number once again to scoop the Swiss LA, which is Al. Al's already googling them. Yeah, me. One eight hundred seven five zero four six six zero. Hey, you have a good uh, good weekend, and Thank we'll you. see you in the new year. All the seasons, greetings, that stuff. Al, you want to recap who we had on today? Yeah, we had John, of course. We had Elliot Silverstein, who's saying, suggesting that you don't go to Florida. Okay. And, of course, Dan McTague, who's uh, suggesting we don't add extra ethanol because we really don't need it. Fantastic. Listen, thanks for all the calls, everybody, and uh, good luck on the weekend. And next week, we're going to have Darren Bostonson from Salem Tires. And to take your calls as winter is starting to settle in. Have a good weekend, everybody. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.